Blog Talk Radio. Today's today's episode of JNordy Live is sponsored by K15. Whether you're a local or a visitor, K15 has the gear for you. Visit K15.com to rep the cape and wear the official clothing brand of Cape Cod. All right, welcome to JNordy Live. Today is June 28th, and today we are joined by special co-host Finn Duff. Finn, hello. Hello. Uh, Finn, thanks for coming on. Always, we're joined by Jack Golden. Jack, what's up? How are we? We're good. All right. Um, so basically, we this is not like a big inter, a big episode. Um, basically, we're kind of working on getting guests, and so right now we're basically just trying to like almost fill, just fill time. I don't want to just go like time without it. So I said, why not bring on Finn? Uh, Maybe talk about the future of Boston sports, uh, talk about some other things. So um, I think Jack wanted to talk about something about the man LeVar Ball first. Jack, do you want to get into that? Of course. So we all know LeVar Ball. Some love him, a lot hate him. Um, I love him. Fox Sports, Fox Sports tweeted out, Rob Polinka watched LeVar Ball train 20 local kids at 8 a.m., call them all by name, and then cook everyone breakfast. I mean, for me, that shows a lot about LeVar Ball and um, just, like, the man he is. Because, I mean, we all know him as yeah. this crazy guy. He's going nuts. Um, and also him and, like, De'Aaron Fox's dad have a lot of beef. But one thing you don't hear about De'Aaron Fox's dad is him doing this. Um, and it just shows his morals are actually in place. Uh, yeah, but where he's also not going on WWE and doing what he did. Ben? Yeah, I well, you also don't see De'Aaron Fox's dad saying that his son is better than the reigning MVP and saying that he can take Michael Jordan one-on-one. I, but I that's think what that, we need. Yeah. He, he's he's the best thing that ever happened to the NBA. I I love him. Uh, I'm a full-time big baller, and I think the NBA needs someone like that who's basically going around saying, I can take him. Someone that's cocky and confident like that. That's what the league needs. We don't need all these nice guys walking around. Oh, he's very good. We need someone aggressive with that with that aggressiveness. And I think he he could be the best thing that ever happened to sports. And I just think it, now the pressure's on his sons uh, to stay around for a while. He's the reason that yeah. sons are going to the NBA, though, because everyone's just going to be trying to take them out because of what LeVar Ball was saying about them. Yeah, I feel like then it it's on them to like Lonzo needs to make a name for himself, and uh, I think like Leandro Ball, I don't see him going anywhere, but uh, I do. like Lamelo, I, I think Leandro Ball is a three star recruit with only one offer from UCLA, so I don't yeah, see him going. <laughs> yeah, I don't. He should not be getting any minutes. He shouldn't even be on the team. But I mean, I think Lavar Ball. I mean, Jack tweeted out the other day. He said that. Uh, like, I wouldn't be watching the WWE if LeVar wasn't on it. I feel like uh, LeVar Ball is the, definitely the best thing that's happened to sports for a while um, because he just drives numbers up and, like, gets people interested, even if they think it's the stupidest thing they've ever seen. Crazy idea. Aaron uh, Fox called WWE. Aaron Fox is dad. WrestleMania 30, whatever. De'Aaron uh, Fox's dad versus LeVar Ball. Uh, hey, Big Ballers, if you want to sponsor us, uh, let's talk about it. 
I'm gonna reach out to I'm gonna reach out to Lavar and see if he wants to come on. It'd be a wrecking record breaking interview. I kind of wish Lavar got drafted by the Celtics. I mean, Lonzo got drafted by the Celtics because if Same. anyone was talking about him on the radio, Lavar Ball would storm into the like broadcast studio and start screaming at him. But we, if we have a live interview, like Lavar Ball just like came on Jay Nordy live, and we were just like, Lavar, hey. And he just, he just, all you got to say is hello. And then he can turn any word you say into a full, like, uh, full argument against you. Like, you say that word, well, I, I invented hello. That's what we need. That, that's fast. Uh, so, Finn, I know that uh, last week, after one of my episodes, you texted me and you said, Bring me on Jay Nordy Live, and then you sent me, proceeded to send me a four-paragraph thing. It was the best writing I'd ever seen you done about the future of Boston sports. So uh, I guess maybe we talk about that a little. Well, now the Celtics have already drafted. Uh, well, I wanted the Celtics to draft Josh Jackson, but instead they drafted Jason Tatum. But I still think that they should rip everything down and don't even bother trading for. Uh, Paul George or signing Gordon Hayward. I think they should be rebuilding and trying to get as many draft picks as humanly possible. That's yeah, but this is a team that reached the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Why would you – you want that one extra piece so that you can move ahead. You don't just want to wait it out because all of a sudden we take someone at the okay. bus. People, people are blaming Danny Ainge. What's the point? Nordy, you, 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 heard, you heard Chief say it. You said that, what's the point of getting Paul George just to uh, lose to the Cavaliers in six? I say we get Jason Tatum as our centerpiece and we trade Isaiah Thomas for, like, first-round draft picks. We just we just get uh, stacked off the draft like the Sixers have been. In a couple of years, I could see the Sixers being better than us, and we'll just be that. Uh, maybe we win number one in the Eastern Conference, but we're still losing to them in the finals. All right. Well, I don't really see the point of looking to Eastern Conference just to get spanked by Golden State. It just doesn't make sense to me because by some miracle they get past Cleveland, then once they go up against Golden State, Durant then drops 40 games and that's three. Yeah, but we're not bad against Golden State. Like in the right, we haven't lost at Oracle since in like five years. Well, I mean, the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers have beaten the Warriors in the regular season as well, but I mean, in a in a series though, it's just not the same. Yeah. All right, but it's also the it's also game forty two of an eighty two game season. How much do you think the Warriors were trying? Uh, yeah, the Warriors. I don't know. The Warriors yeah, publicly said that they don't really care about the. Um, the regular season after that 73 wins uh, year. They were just All right, right. I guess you have a point there, but... And the Celtics are a good enough team to beat, like, a, a 50% effort Warriors. All right. The Celtics are the best of the middle-of-the-pack teams in the NBA, which is every team besides San Antonio, Cleveland, and Golden State. I'm just going to put yeah. that way. You know, I think I think the Celtics. I, I think they're the number four team, and everyone else is terrible. Yeah, you know, if the Celtics are in the Western Conference, 
then I don't I don't see them uh, making as much money and being as big as a uh, team they are. I think that the being in the Eastern Conference is just like a huge plus for the Celtics. Cause, like I mean, our We're, fans here yeah. they think that the Celtics are way better than they actually are. That's all right, I guess that's true. Oh, come out, come from what? Are you talking about the Celtics moving conferences? No, I'm. I'm saying that. I don't know. I'm saying that the Celtics, if if they were to be in the Western Conference, they would not be as big as a team. I'm not saying they're going to move because that's just not going to happen. I'm saying I'm saying the Eastern Conference is the best thing that ever happened to the Celtics, even though it's been along for like the whole time. All right, you know, because we all we all think the Celtics are like the best in the East, which they are, but I mean they're not as good as the Cavs. They're the they might they might not be as good as the Spurs, that you know. Yeah. The Celtics are the best of the middle of the pack teams in the NBA. Which is the best they're ever yeah. gonna be in post right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Finn, let's uh let's move on to the Red Sox. So uh what's your plan for the Red Sox? What do you think they should do? Uh first of all, Pablo Sandoval. And He's the worst really. worst player in baseball. Worst player. Worst signing in MLB free agency history, really. Yeah. How much money is he making? No, uh, he's, I think, the third worst. Josh Hamilton signed, like, a $250 million contract and played, like, two years. Oh, and once they get rid of him, I don't really... You guys know who Raphael Devers is, right? Yeah, he's number one pro. He's number one prospect. Yeah, they need to pull him up ASAP. Yeah. Because... Yeah, he might be unpolished, but do you really think Pablo Sandoval is polished? Or Devin Marrero? No. <laughs> I don't. I think that they need watching someone that Marrero, can... Watching Devin Marrero try and hit baseball is like... I'm pretty sure I could hit baseball farther than him. Like, seriously. <laughs> Same. And I need a group A baseball team. <laughs> yeah, Sandoval and um, uh, Sandoval and Marrero, they can't hit. Marrero, I guess, can field, but he's not like a third baseman. He's he's more of like a second baseman type Sandoval's player. Sandoval's an excellent fielder, but he's just a hole in the line. But, yeah. Like, what are you going to do besides, like, would you rather have a hole in the lineup who can field or, or just... Big fat three hundred pound panda sitting there at third base. With his belt popping when he strikes out. Have you ever seen that video? He like strikes out and his belt explodes because he's just so fat. That's so funny. It's just just embarrassing. The guy should be in Weight Watchers, not the MLP. Yeah. The Celtics need to put Henry Ramirez back at first base and put Mitch Morrow in yeah. the year. Just yeah. to get him knowing that they're serious about this. Henry's and the most talented other And it's like, yeah, he's the only guy who can consistently hit opposite field home runs on the Red Sox. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And 
right now, I kind of feel like they also need a lot of rotation help, like yeah. in their uh, bullpen, because I'm yeah. sure their bullpen would be fine if uh, what's his face Carson Smith and Tyler Thornton weren't hurt, but they're yeah. hurt, so it's like. I I think what? possibly the worst the, if the Red Sox had traded Travis Shaw, we would be in such a different position because. Like we tr- we traded like two or three pro- another two and three prospects for with Shaw, but Shaw could play third base if we needed him to. We wouldn't be having Devin Morero at the- Devin Morero and Sam Travis at third base, who are clearly not yeah. ready for the major leagues. And Travis Shaw is a big bat in the lineup. He can hit home runs. Yeah, he's he's gonna make the All Star team this year. He's batting like two ninety five with like fifteen home runs, while Sandoval is batting like. One ten with like four home runs. Yeah, and Sandoval is also the worst third baseman I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I think I could play third base better than him, and I'm a lefty. Yeah, same. <laughs> like <laughs> Wes, the thing is that if you put Hanley Ramirez at first base and you put Pablo at third. You have one guy who at third base who can't bend down to pick up a ground ball. And you have another guy at first base who won't bother to pick up a ground ball. It's just like... Travis Shaw this year is hitting... He's hitting 290 with 16 home runs and 60 RBIs. While Pablo Sandoval is hitting... One sec. He's hitting like two... He's... Let me pull up his stat. Um... He's hitting like Pablo Sandoval this year is hitting two twelve with four home runs and twelve RBIs. Oh my god. It's like terrible. That's bad. Like what's Hanley really hitting? What? What's Hanley hitting? Uh he did probably hit like two forty ish. But he hits the ball hard, but that's the thing. He's not striking what? out every time. What exactly is wrong with Hanley's shoulders? Like, actually. I don't know. Hanley, Hanley's batting 240 with 12 home runs and 35 RBIs. But he, okay. I think... What? Uh, what? Oh, another thing I think they should do is get rid of Xander Bogarts. Really? Like, Yeah. Because he cannot hit for power at all. But yeah, but he's the, one of the best co- he's one of the best contact hitters in all of baseball. He's batting like three fifty, three fifteen. Yeah, and they're all singles. That's true, hit. but I could hit three fifty with all singles. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you need that type of player on every team, though. You know. Just to get on base what? and get the momentum. You need a you need a player that's going to get on base uh, as much as possible yeah, you, on every team. You can, yeah, but you can get guys who bat three fifty for a lot less money than Xander Bogarts is going to be asking for. Plus, he's, plus Xander Bogarts. Plus, I feel like, like you yeah, you could get a player like. You could get a player like, like Ryan Zimmerman that's batting basically the same thing. 
but will be asking for a lot less money that you can get for two or three years till you kind of figure out your situation. Well, Xander's going to be asking for a couple hundred million, I guess. The only player that I really don't like want to get that I'm not afraid to get rid of on the Red Sox roster right now is Mookie Betts because I think yeah. that he's a real candidate every, and he can hit the ball out of the ballpark. Yeah, really important with me because. You have a power on your team. You're never really out of the game. Yeah. Just to get back to the Pablo Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval is currently on the DL with an ear infection. An ear infection. To get him out of the line. Basically, yeah. Well, Mitch Mitch Moreland's still in with a broken toe. Yeah. It's like I, I think Sandoval. I think Sandoval got the ear infection through them saying, we don't want you on this team. And then he was like, what did you say? Oh, you have an ear infection, 10-day DL. The reason Pablo came to Boston was because San Francisco was going to give him the same contract except with a weight clause, where he wouldn't get a certain yeah. amount of money and keep his weight like up below, like, I don't know. But Boston, they were just so happy to finally get like a big guy. Yeah, that they took him for $95 million. Yeah, with no bait clause. Yeah, basically, he's stuck, he's stuck on the team until you can find someone to take this contract, which, which no one will. They should just cut him, eat some money. Yeah. Just take, yeah, just like, get, like, honestly, like, he's, you're not going to get anything for him if you trade him. Like, they might, someone might give you one prospect, but you're not going to. Be, it's not going to be like a blockbuster trade that he's in. You'll get like the best player you could possibly get is going to be someone like, um, like Curtis Granderson, or not even like, um, one sec, I'll see. No one wants Pablo Sandoval. That's the problem. Yeah. You might get, like, a player like like Todd Frazier is going to be the best you'll get. Or, uh, Anthony Reardon could be the one of the best you get. Who are these people? That's... Todd Frazier is a third baseman for the White Sox. Reardon's a uh, backup third baseman for the Nationals. But basically, you're not going to get anything for Sandoval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and might as well cut him. Yeah. Well, I mean, is he is he that bad where he's hurting the team? Yes. Yes. His war, his war is negative one, which actually means the team would be better without him. All right. Well, then in that case, you can cut him. <laughs> he actually hurts the team. It's hard to hurt the team. It's very hard okay. to hurt a team in baseball. You just have to be mediocre at one thing, but it's terrible at everything. Think about this. You hit, like, five home runs, then you help the team, basically. You, it's hard to be that bad that you have a negative war, which is uh, wins above replacement, which is how many, how good you are to the team. His war is negative one. That's how bad it is. Who is the worst war in the, in the MLB? I think he has, he has one of the worst war in MLB. Uh, he, I will find it. 
Well, last year the worst war was like um, a negative one. So he's basically he's one of the worst. Well, last year he was awful. Last year he was. Um, and then he got yeah. hurt when he. Uh, I'll see what who the worst is. Worst. I think he has one of the worst. Isn't there a thing on B.com like stat leaders and stuff? Yeah, that's what I'm on. Um, I think we've talked enough about Pablo. So, what do you guys want to talk about next? How about, uh, how about Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor? Conor McGregor is going to get no. Conor McGregor would you know, crack Floyd Mayweather in a street fight, but it's not a street fight; it's boxing. It's, it's a completely yeah. different sport. And also, if you if today today twenty he, years ago, Mike Tyson bit um, Evander Holyfield Holyfield's ear off in the third round twenty years ago today. Weird, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Like, but Conor McGregor is gonna get his. It's just gonna get destroyed, because it's not like it's not like he's an experienced boxer, and it's not like he's going up against like an, a mediocre guy. He's going up against arguably the best boxer of all time, with no boxing experience except eight weeks of training. Floyd Mayweather is the best defensive boxer of our era. No, not even best defensive boxer of all time. Yeah, for his weight class. Yeah, and I, basically, I think Conor McGregor is going to lose. He, yeah, he is. Um, I, I think the only way if McGregor wins, it'll be in the first two rounds because he'll get a he'll get a hard punch on Floyd early. But if it goes past two rounds, it's over because basically. Floyd is just going to be letting him punch him the whole time and just going to be blocking everything, and Floyd will be able to land those punches. Yeah. I, I think everyone is downgrading Conor McGregor way too much. I mean, he can hit hard. Yeah, yeah but, but Floyd, be... he's not going Floyd... to be able to get by the best defensive boxer of all time. If he gets lucky, he might knock him out. That's his only chance. He won't win by split decision. It'll have to be a knockout. Yeah, pretty much. And I, I can I see that in the first fight. round, maybe. Yeah, but I just think Floyd, Floyd is in boxing. Floyd was basically fighting adults when he was, like, seven in underground Detroit. Like, his father was, like, training him. When his father was, like, in and out of jail, he would just train Floyd. So Floyd became, like, this amazing boxer at the age of, like, six. And so he's not going to be, like, it's not going to be there are two UFC guys going up against each other. This is the best boxer of all time versus a guy who's never boxed before. So I think it's either going to be a split decision or, or it's either going to be a knockout or Floyd will win by split decision. I mean, MMA is boxing. Like, has boxing in it. Not, yeah, but it's a different style. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's been practicing. I'm sure he's been practicing boxing for, like, 
a year now at least because this fight has been talked about for a while now. Uh, yeah, yeah, but a year compared to 40 years, pretty much. Yeah. Jack, Jack, if you were 49 and 0 in your career, do you think you would risk anything going up against a guy you think you could actually lose to? No, but I'm not. I'm not saying Conor McGregor is going to win. I'm just saying that everyone's putting him down like, like there's no chance at all. There's still a chance because these guys, if they can land a good hit, it's all over. No, but the odds of him landing a hit are one in a million. It's basically, I was looking at like the betting stuff because and just like seeing like what the odds are. I think like. It's, like, one of the biggest deficits in, like, boxing history. Like, the betting, like, it's, like, plus 800. So, you bet, like, 100 bucks on, uh, like, on McGregor. You can win, like, 80 grand. Yeah. That's why, if I just anything, I'm betting here on McGregor. Yeah. Just because the win value, like, the share value is just so high. The thing is, though, if you're betting anything on Mayweather, you're going. You have to bet like ninety thousand dollars to win anything. Yeah, it's anything. basically like you have to bet like twelve hundred. I think it's like seven hundred to win a dollar. Yeah, pretty much. Just like, and which is just like, if you actually want to profit off of it, then you. Just, you have to bet insane. I'm pretty sure unless, uh, what's-his-face throws this fight. Just for a rematch, you know, like, I think yeah. Mayweather might throw it, you know? Just because they should get a rematch and make more money off of it. Yeah, I think, well, Mayweather's all about the money. That's why he came out of retirement. When he first heard that it's going to be like, it could be like, a $200, 300000000 million fight, he's like, I'm all in, because he's, he's Money Mayweather, so. But, Mayweather? I think that, go. Huh? You there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Uh, what I think is that Mayweather, like, he's just, he's honestly too good of a boxer. Like, you can see all the stuff about, like, the, uh, the age different and how Connor beats up, uh, like, UFC fighters. Well, UFC is also, Connor is also one of the best kick, like, one of the best kicks in the game, which he, he basically, he can't use in boxing or else he's just, like, Disqualified. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's really right. no reason for Mayweather to fight unless he just wants to get a 50th win, which would go yeah. over yeah. Uh, Marciano. Or, or maybe the hundred the hundred million dollar paycheck. Yeah, I know, but do you really think a hundred million dollars is anything to him? Yeah, so, that's a whole uh, lot of money. That'll do. That'll do enough to anyone. <laughs> I don't care if you're Bill Gates, $100 million just to fight someone, that's so worth it. Yeah, I guess. 
right. All right. Finn, do you want to talk Should about we – uh, We'll move on to talk what? about the Patriots. So, so, Finn, what do you think the Pats should do this in the upcoming years? All right, one second. They should really trade Jimmy Garoppolo and start uh, developing Jacoby Brissett because Brissett's far more talented and just an all-around better prospect. I mean, Garoppolo's yeah. He's nothing like doesn't have the arm strength, the athleticism. So like, yeah. really just the all-around quarterback skills that uh, Brissett has. I mean, and yeah. Garoppolo. Too small to play quarterback in the NFL. He's just gonna get beat up, you know. Yeah. Um. Wait. Yeah. I think that their best um best bet is to start developing Brissett and Garoppolo's value is still so high because of what he did in two games that everyone's like, "We'll give you a first round pick." Yeah. So I, I agree with you there. Where what they should do is um, just trade Garoppolo while he's while his value is so high, and yeah. basically right. start developing Brissett. Brady still got three four years left. I and, think Brady um, this year. This is Brady's last what? year if they win. This is Brady's I think he's last got, year. You do. I don't see. This is last year. If you heard it here first, please credit Finn Duffy and Jay Nordy Live. You heard it here first if it does happen. Um, but this is his I last actually think you think this is last year. I can see Brady. Honestly, I think Brady's in his prime right now. He's playing the best football he's ever been, and he's only getting better. So I can see five more years out of him. That's not true at all, Jack. He's not getting better. He's just not falling <laughs> off, you know? Yeah. I think that he is. He's getting – he's more and more elite every year. No, because – like, yeah, but I, he's not – That's a hot take, Jack. Very yeah. hot take. As, as someone – This is Brady's last year. Hot, what's going to happen? Do you think they're going to trade him? Yeah. Do you think for, they'll trade him or – I think Brady retires as a Patriot. I think if Brady's about to get traded, he retires just straight up. People forget, though. People forget this. Joe Montana was traded, and could you could we see the same thing with Brady? Possibly. Look, if the Patriots have intention of getting, this is the only reason why I think this is that the Patriots haven't gotten rid of Garoppolo yet. The only yeah. reason that they're holding on to him is to be Brady's replacement. Well, you never know. Brady could get. Uh, Brady could get tossed one game, and, like, Garoppolo is probably the best backup quarterback in the league. If Brady gets thrown out of a game, then they just kick him. Then Roger Goodell will just basically end his career and be like, um, you are basically, you're kicked out of the league for good because you're a disgrace to the league. So Brady has to Brady has to be on his best behavior. But I think you could see. How would Brady get so, out of a game? Uh, I don't know. They'll call. Basically, Roger Goodell will do some pay the ref extra to throw him out or something. That that's that's a very hot take. 
Yeah. Roger Goodell Roger is after the man. Yeah, I know, but like, he's not going to do that. You know, I think, that I, think Brady, I think Brady has another five years because nobody has eaten as healthy as him and has, like, stayed as close to, like, his diet and his whole lifestyle. He's, he's like, yeah, one of a kind. Workouts at all, which is a big thing because he's not going to be big enough and strong enough to take those hits. Yeah. Brady Brady isn't like Brady isn't out there benching two ninety every day. He really barely does like actual strength. He just eats really healthy and follows like a crazy diet and like. And Are you guys he's talking trash about Brady's uh, habits and saying he's not good enough? No, no I Brady never said that. I st- Jack, then go. Oh, what was I gonna say? Thanks a lot, Jack. God. Well, you said he, you said he's not benching two ninety or anything. Like he no, doesn't I, need to be. You said he's not getting strong enough. Yeah, I just don't think he's going to be strong enough to be able to take the hit. Like he's been yeah. doing the same thing for forever. <sighs> yeah, but yeah, it, at, it the NFL, the at the NFL Combine that many years yeah, ago, do you think Brady was benching two ninety? Huh? No, but. 290 is not a loss. Well, when you when you win an NFL championship, I think you're doing something wrong. I mean, a Super Bowl, I think you're doing something good. Well, I'm not yeah. saying anything bad about Brady. I'm just saying that I think that I think he has three to four more years left, and I think then he'll he'll uh, hang up the cleats and he'll have some role with the Patriots, whether it's as a coach, advisor. Um, something like that. I, I agree with that. I could see three to four. But I don't think people are just like, um, feel like, oh, he has 12 more years. I was like, even, he says he wants to play for as long as he can, but I don't think that he'll be, like, in there. I don't think he'll be playing if we were, if any of us just somehow became dirty and were able to reach the NFL, I don't think we would be playing with him. But I think that he could be playing two to four more years is what I think. I think that's Wait, so, this is his last do, you, year. do you see any more Super Bowls out of Brady? I see, yeah, one, I see one more. Whether it's this year or next year, I see one more. I see one more this year, and then depending on what team he gets traded to, maybe one more. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get traded, but... I, I, I see they, no signs of trade. I think if they win the Super Bowl, he has a very good chance of getting traded. Because why else would I they think, trade? I think the crafts, are, the crafts are not going to trade Tom Brady. And Bill Belichick is not going to trade okay. Tom Brady. It's, it's Belichick. Uh, Do you think that Robert Kraft uh, will let Brady get traded off of his team? It's, it's not Robert Kraft's decision. I mean, I asked, when it comes down I, to it, he can say that Brady's not leaving the team. I think Brady's going to leave the team. I don't. I should have just asked my mom uh, today. My mom saw Belichick today. Should have just said, Mom, you should ask what they're going to do with uh, with Tom. Of course your mom just Tom. <laughs> yeah, she's friends with his uh, with his girlfriend. 
Oh, have you seen that meme? It's like uh, Bill Belichick's a. Uh, it's Bill Belichick and his girlfriend, and then it's like this yeah. looks like an ad commercial. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Um, yeah, it was for an Antucket magazine. Mm-hmm. He, he spends the summer. Yeah, he has a place down here. That's where that's where we saw him today. We saw him. My mom oh. saw him at a store, and because of their friends, she just started talking to them. They say, Finn. They say hi. They want to meet you. They they're looking at you. They've been looking at your highlight tape. My highlight tape. Yeah. I have a really nice highlight tape. So There's some good, some good, blo- some good blocking out there. You guys want to talk some college sports? Yeah. So upcoming uh, college football season coming up. Uh, obviously, I think most people think Alabama is the favorite. I disagree with that, but uh, I just want to get into who do you guys think is going to win it all this year? Okay. When has Alabama not been the favorite in the last like ten years? Honestly. Um, I've not been a sleeper. Boston Who do you Paul. got? I wouldn't. I'm thinking. I don't think they'll like be a little bit. I think they could go eight and four this year, nine and three. They don't have. I think if they have players that can compete, they were obviously a really young team. Uh, Darius Wade's coming back, and Finn. Uh, AJ Dillon. You were probably hanging out the team on back. Who is AJ Dillon? AJ Dillon is a star out of Warren's. He's nasty. He, I, saw, I was watching his like highlight tape. He is dirty. I saw. I was at the Boston College football camp. And they run a clean ship. Yeah. They have a lot of great coaches. You know, they've yeah. been recruiting well. You know. Yeah. They're. They. I mean, they got AJ Dillon to decommit to from Michigan. So you got to be doing something, right? But, Daniel yeah, Danny Abraham think, not committing to BC though, going to Harvard instead. He's going to Harvard, yeah. I was kind of, yeah, same. I thought he was going to end up in the ACC. Yeah, you know, I, thought, I thought he was already like 100 like, there. I, whether it's like Boston College or like Duke or something, I thought he was going to end up there. If he has like a huge like senior season and like breaks out, I think he could like decommit to go D1. Yeah, no, I although, great although idea. I feel like for him, trying to get uh, Danny Abraham on the show. I did. I I Twitter messaged him today. <laughs> what he said? Although he hasn't responded because it was like ten minutes ago. But I feel like I feel like for him, he's uh, he's probably gonna stay in college for all four years. Um, I mean, unless he gets like unreal this year. So I think Harvard Obviously, is definitely he's going to Harvard. Move. You yeah, don't you, don't, you don't. You yeah. don't. No, no, no. I'm saying yeah. like if he if he if he gets better, like if he even shows that like um, he can get like SEC scholarships this year, I think that his goal is to go to college for four years. Yeah, but I've heard he has interest. He got. I had heard before that he like committed to Harvard. He was getting interest from Notre Dame, but I don't think that panned out. So what? I heard a lot of people talking about Stanford with Dan Abraham. Yeah, but hey, good good for him. He's going. Harvard is still a pretty good football school, in addition to being yeah. the best academic school in the country. Gonna get a great education, play high level football. Yeah. All the power. 
Harvard's good. Can't, they were can't, like can't really go wrong with Harvard. They were ranked in the FCS poll last year, but uh, Jack, who do you think the? Let's get back to talking like the favorites. Who Jack? Who do you think the favorite this this fall is? I I I, I feel like you cannot disagree with Alabama. They're just they just get every player that's good enough. See, no, but so I, I got to say I, Alabama. I had, I had let you guys get into it, but I think Alabama isn't going to be that good this year. Uh they just had one of their so best receivers defense down. Alabama's I think that it's on defense to actually be able to do anything. So yeah, and they lost um, Robert Foster got hurt, and then they lost another uh, receiver. So they're going to have to rely heavily on their running game this fall. I mean, I think that they'll still make it to the college football playoff, but I don't know if they are going to be strong. I think USC, watch out for USC this year. Sam Darnold um, is obviously coming back, and you could Texas? Watch out for Yeah, I I can see that. They have a lot of talented guys, a really talented quarterback. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Tom Herman coming in there. I think that he could be one of the – he could lead them to a 10-2, 11-1 season. Yeah, definitely. You know what? You know what? Uh, in the future, University of Georgia, you got to watch out for them. Uh, their quarterback is growing his skills, and they just uh, Jacob got Eason. the best. Yeah, Jacob Eason, uh, he's getting better as the games go by, but uh, and they just got committed uh, the, the class of 2018, the best running back in the yeah, in the, state, in the country. I mean, so they they could be a the best contender. Country with Nick Chubb and uh, what's the guy's name? Number one. Because, yeah, but real taught, uh, taught early. No, no, Tom Gurley's been out four years ago. Oh, my ACC sleeper is Boston College. I like Their that. Defense, I can agree with that. Have you seen a BC football game? Football. Even though they got BC football, BC football might be the worst thing to watch. It like hurts your eyes. They were good last year. All right. BC versus Wake Forest. I honestly jumped off a bridge. They, they won that game. Oh, that – yeah, that was like two years ago, and that was when they were – they had lost – that year they had lost Darius Wade and John Hilleman, their two best players, to injury, and they were basically rely- – they had the best defense, and it's not – like country. they were getting blown out. They just had awful it, offense it was because they were injured. Their offense, their offense is so bad. Who was yeah. their quarterback? Yeah, but their defense. Last year, Patrick Towns, but the year before that, they had like four guys because their their quarterbacks kept getting injured. Like John Fadul was their one of their quarterbacks. Um, they got like uh, uh, what's his name? Speaking of BC, I'm playing NCAA 09 right now. Oh, uh, one of the classics. No, but what's his name? Patrick Towns, is it? Yeah, Old? Patrick Towns. Like, he was good. Terrible. He he is so hurt, hard to watch. He was good last well, year. All right. He, I mean, he's, he's good. He's just like so stressful watching him because like every to every play, you can see him like you fumbling or like do. turning it over. Yeah. 
I think All Boston right. College, they're going to go like 9-3 and three this year. I think that they're going to win. The only team they'll lose to is probably that Florida State, Clemson, Louisville, because those are obviously the top teams. But uh, I think they'll beat Notre Dame this year. I, Notre even though I terrible. love Notre Dame. What? Notre Dame's going to be terrible this year. Yeah. They lost their entire One, team. Also has Deshaun Kaiser. You know? Yeah. Like, they just don't have enough talent. Yeah, they need to fire Brian Kelly. Another another stressful part about BC football is um, their wide receivers have zero hands, and their kickers are the biggest jokes ever. I know their kicker. Their kickers two years, three years ago were so bad. We I actually did the like math with my dad, just like. We BC if they had a good kicking game would have gone ten and two because they only lost two games because of it. Not wasn't their kicker. Jameis Winston was on Florida State. They were about to be Florida State, but then their kicker missed like a thirty-five yard field goal. Yeah, he missed it, and then Florida State throw a and it's the game winner. Yeah. They were about to end Florida State's like twenty-five game winning streak. Uh, so, is BC football's future getting brighter, or is it getting yeah. darker? Recruiting the state of Massachusetts well, because before this year, they were always letting the top player in Massachusetts escape the state. Joey Gaziano, Danny Dalton, you know, and uh, what's his face? Guy on Clemson. Uh, I don't know, defensive end on Clemson. Defensive end on Michigan is going to be a first draft pick. Maurice Hurst Jr. let him slip away. They let, they let Obi Nelfonglu slip away. He got drafted in the second round this year. Right now, they're recruiting the same Massachusetts really well because right now they have like five of the top ten players in the state committed to them in the 2018 class. With all right, and are you guys still there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, right. can we talk a little My bit about uh, college basketball? Yeah, sure. Sure. What do you guys think the about the one and done? Um, personally, I think that if you're I think that if you're, they all honestly should have like a, no, like someone that says like, okay, you should go one and done, like have like an advisor because I don't, I don't want to see players that are absolute garbage going one and done and getting drafted like 57. Like it should, like if you're good enough and you're going to go like two or three, then you should be able to, but I don't want players that are like, Gonna go like I late think fifties. Go get rid of the one that's like improve your status. They shouldn't make these college kids pretend that they care about school. I mean, actually, yeah, yeah. Coach, I know. Coach K has a great idea where that you either go straight out of high school if you're that good enough, or if if you go to college, you actually go for two years so that you get at least get yeah. some type of education. I think I have a better. No, idea. but they don't so, even. They don't so even get education of, basically. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, but like at least it shows that you're about school, um, and you. Uh, 
can, like, I think grow a little more. I heard this somewhere that instead of going to college, the really good guys could go play in the D League for a year instead. Yeah, and then their competition. Try to develop develop their skills where the in it, it was also they're going to be amazing because you get a much better sense of players from if they're facing like not obviously the D League isn't the best players, but when players like Lonzo Ball is, is facing the greatest a, college players, so they'll be getting a lot like better competition. The, yeah, when like I, players I like. Think- that's just not Lonzo a good idea. Ball is facing a team like San Jose State. He's gonna look dirty, but like he might not even be the best player. Why no. would you want to do that if you're coming out of high school, though? Because who's watching the D League these days? Nobody. And who wants to go to the D League? You don't understand that you have to go on like a bus ride everywhere. And how many kids are watching college basketball? The whole country. The whole country is watching college basketball. The D League such a grind. And the coaching is not as good as you would get at, like, the top college schools. Yeah. Jack, would you rather yeah. go play in D-League against a league competition or go play in college basketball and have to do school? Yeah. Right. College well, basketball is a league competition. They don't do real you, school. They don't do re- D-League better, you guys, They do you not would, do right. real school. You would rather play that out the there. D-League. And, or would you rather play against guys who are going number one in the draft and who are going to play in the NBA, start in the NBA, yeah. oh, and play in front I of the whole country? It's a sports yeah, ball. but so uh, you would rather I think that you go, you go. Yeah, but like, look at this. Look at this. There, you're gonna get. It's like honestly, going to the D League might be something better for your development because you're actually going to be facing good competition. Players that have, I won't say made it to the NBA, but are on the rise. It could be in the t- league in a few years versus players like uh, that have played for like Presbyterian or some random school that no one like really cares about. Yeah. Like, but are those are those the guys that are going to the NBA and that are getting drafted? No, but you the players that in the D League have been drafted. Exactly, exactly. So like, so um, the people that are in the D League are the guys that have been getting drafted like late second round, and uh, no, aren't good enough to make a roster. Yeah, yeah. I know a guy who's the number one recruit out of high school. He's in the D League right now. All right, what's the yeah. name? Uh, I don't know, but he went to Duke. But he uh, what? Was it? He works at my. He works out at my gym. Okay. Ryan Kelly. All right. No, not Ryan Kelly. Black guy. I don't know if he went to Duke, but he went to like a blue blood school. You know. Right, oh. So, uh, would you rather? All right. Do you know who? Do uh, does anybody know who coaches the Delaware eighty seven nurse? No. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Actually, right. oh, I said well, I not, did. They're good recruiters, Jack. Would you Would you That's rather get coached by Coach K or Coach Calipari, or go to the Delaware Eighty Seveners and, and ride fourteen hour bus rides just to go to a game? Eugene Burroughs. How do you got Eugene Burroughs is the coach of the Delaware Eighty Seveners, but you guys don't care about that. It seems like nobody yeah. cares about the D League. The D League is a joke. 
It won't yeah, be but a joke. They're they facing. Would you? I think about this. Think about this. It's basically benefiting everyone because the players are facing a league competition. The high-rated recruits are all of a sudden bringing attention to the OTE league. That work. It works out for all sides. And there's going to be more scholarships available for people who actually want to get an education in college. Yeah, yeah but you'll have a higher chance of getting to the NBA by getting drafted in the first round than going to the D League and hoping that you get called up. No, Jeff, they're going to go to the D League one year and then enter the draft. Yeah. Can you even do that? Is that even a thing? Isn't that, no. isn't that basically just, like, does that even make sense? For them people out of high school can go to the D League one year and then enter the draft. I would rather go or play, yeah. like, Australia or China or something. Or the, and they can do that. The NBA One sec. Really, Don't you have to get drafted to go in the D League? No, you can sign. A lot of undrafted free agents go to the D League. But, like, weren't they? Yeah, Tom's right? probably in the D League, right? What was that? Yeah. Like, there are good players in the D League. Yeah, I think that. Oh, now, now, now it's called the NBA G League. Fresh yeah, the Gatorade. Well, I was it called the D League before. The uh, development the league. NBA development league. Oh, they should really. If that's me, like a... if that's me, I'm going D one, not to the D League or the G League. Well, yeah. Okay. I'd rather be the coolest kid in my college than to be making 30k a year playing basketball. Yeah, but it's better than making zero. That's like saying you would rather go play arena football than to go uh, to Alabama. Completely. Yeah, but that's different. Arena football isn't isn't uh, the NBA farm system. The D the G League is, but I mean, it's like almost the same thing. No, it's not. I think that no, you're really. making the same amount of money. Arena football is basically for guys who are like I bet I could probably just call if I play D three, I could be like, yeah, I play D three. I'm gonna go join a real football league. Like it's probably not that hard. Yeah, Jeff, the D League would only be for the elite, like, guys who would go deep. Well, you basically have to get drafted to go into the D League. Like, the top, like, eight or eight or ten players go. It's not It's not like the D League is just going to be, like, basically. Like, for example, like, this year it would have been, like, Fultz, Ball, uh, Josh Jackson, uh, De'Aaron Fox. Like, those players would have gone. But you're not going to see, like, um... Like Zach, what's his name? Zach Wilson from Gonzaga in the G, in the D League. Do you think Fultz would have gone to the D League? Yes, because he was the number one player out of high school. Oh, Harry got. So you think? You think the number one player out of high school should go to the D League instead of going to college? Yes, because it gives them better competition, and you can really see if he's elite. It just makes no sense to me whatsoever. The competition in college is 
like probably is um really, really good. Honestly, I think it's better than D League because all of those guys can probably go to the D League. Everyone on Duke can probably go uh, to the D League. That's so I don't I don't think so. The Duke's like every uh Duke's uh starting lineup uh that all went to the draft or like are out of college right now. They're all on summer league rosters. Every single player. Uh, that I think everyone that is out of college. Because I mean, do so like, only like walk- play seven or eight guys? All right, we only have like two minutes left, so I think we're just gonna start wrapping it up. I I think me and Finn believe that the best high school players can either go right to right to the NBA or you can basically go to the D League, get that experience, and then get drafted by the NBA team. Yeah. Like Duke had four draftees this year. And they had yeah, two but, more people okay. get signed to summer league rosters. That's six people out of a seven-man or an eight-man lineup. Yeah. And one of those people is Grayson yeah. Allen. The other is Mark yeah. Bolt. If they if that rule was around, if how many? All right, players... let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Jay Norty. If you're if yeah. you're the number one recruit out of high school, are you going to the D League or are you going to Duke D-League. or wherever you want to go? I also want to. Go- I want to phrase honestly. Like this. Or do you want to go get paid thirty k or go make zero dollars and have to sit through fake class the whole year? But that's not that thing, though. You get coached by some of the best coaches in the world. Coach K is probably the best coach in the world. That's a, that's a completely false. False. Well, he's the coach um, of USA who's the best. He's the coach of USA who's the best. Um, the best team at the Olympics. From, no, he retired from USA. Um, well, Popovich he won a whole lot of gold medals. And Popovich is going to win more. When Coach K came to U- when Coach K came to US Team USA, it was at when they were winning like silvers and bronzes, and he turned the program around. All right, I, that's how we're gonna end it. But I think that players should have the opportunity to do what they want. They shouldn't be forced into college right away. I think that if they're good enough, they should be able to go to the NBA or go to the D League. And with that. Brought to you by K15. Whether you're a local or visitor, K15 has the best uh, best gear for you. Visit uh, visit k15.com for uh, to rep the cape and wear the official clothing brand of Cape Cod. Finn and Jack, thank you for coming on. Great debate with both of you. Um, and as for me, uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. We're working on a guest for next week. And we should be able to announce it within the next couple of days. Thank you.